Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Sunday, December 24th, 2017. Hope all of you are having a wonderful Christmas Eve, if you celebrate Christmas, or a happy holiday and a lovely season. We're continuing our journey through your top games of 2017. I sent the call out for your call-ins to tell me your top three of the year. 2017, big year, tough to narrow it down to three, but that is the charge with the additional stipulation that one of your three or an additional fourth game is your sleeper game, a game that you think nobody else is really going to be talking about, or if so, not enough people are going to be talking about, a game that deserves more attention at the end of the year and probably won't be a lot of people's game of the year. So let's jump right in. We got a great list from Grant, who kicks it off today. Hey Jeff, it's Grant with South Dakota calling in with my uh, 2017 Game of the Year. Uh, Three is definitely not enough uh, because I have to leave off games like Divinity, which is crazy. Um, I'm going to go with a really boring choice for my actual Game of the Year, which is Zelda. It's just, it is the best Game of the Year, I think, hands down. Um, number two, I'm going to say Horizon Zero Dawn. It, they, they went for it. That game is just total package. It's got a great story. Visuals are amazing. Presentation, everything. Um, and then my third game, which I don't think is going to get nearly as much love as it should, is going to be Resident Evil 7. Um, I actually debated putting this as my number one spot because this game... It, it just speaks to me. I've always been a huge Resident Evil fan, and this game, they, they just took a bunch of risks with this game and went back to reform on it, and I, I just love it. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Grant. Great list. Can't argue with any of those. Um, how crazy is it that Zelda and Horizon Zero Dawn came out in the same week in 2017? Your top two games of the year came out in the same week, came out days apart from one another. What a wild year where that is the case. I personally put Horizon ahead of Zelda. I know that's heresy for some people because Horizon does not much new. I just think it what it does, it does best in class. It takes a bunch of mechanics that have been done in other games, but puts them together in the best possible way. And I, I just think it's a near-perfect experience. Great storyline, incredible world that they've built, and systems that work together to create a truly compelling experience from start to finish. Now, Zelda, you certainly can say the same things about. I think the story of Horizon Zero Dawn is superior in every respect to what Breath of the Wild is telling us. I know that there's a lot of people that have... Zelda closer to their heart and and therefore I think care about Link and Princess Zelda and all that stuff in a way that just comes with the title but I think if you're honest with yourself the story that Breath of the Wild is telling is not great and how it's told isn't great either 
But it's not really about the story the game is telling. It's about the story you are experiencing as you explore it. And I think that is what makes Breath of the Wild such a special experience is that feeling of exploration, that feeling of discovery, that feeling of crafting your story. And the tales you tell when you talk about Zelda aren't, oh my gosh, and then Link you know, found out about the divines or whatever. It's more about, oh my gosh, and then I climbed this mountain and on the other side of it was this crazy shrine that I didn't know was there and I took down this Lionel in a way that was insane. Those kinds of stories. It's your stories. And I think that's probably why it resonates with people so strongly. It is a different kind of game. I mean, we've had that kind of thing happen before, but the way you can figure out novel solutions to problems the way you can approach the game world from an infinite number of directions and it is not there are no gates there's no nothing linear about it it is truly open world in a way uh, most quote-unquote open world games only dream of I understand why you would put that ahead of horizon but for me I don't necessarily value that above the tightness of the experience and I think that Horizon just was a tighter experience overall. The looseness of Zelda is kind of the the thing, right? I just prefer a tighter experience. And how great is it that you're talking about Resident Evil 7? Uh, I agree with you. I, I really assumed this game was going to get lost in the shuffle, especially be- because it came out in January, and that's almost always death for a Game of the Year candidate. It just is is too early in the year for people to still remember it at the end in most cases, but death can't stop a zombie. Death can't stop Resident Evil like a zombie rises from the graveyard of the first month of the year. And I think a lot of people are remembering it, and I'm glad you are as well. I wonder if you had a chance to play it in VR, because I think as great a game as it was regularly, 2D, I think in VR it is even more intense, even more impressive and even more unforgettable i i can't think of a more intense uh harrowing experience in a video game than resident evil 7 in vr so hopefully you get a chance to play it that way if you haven't but yeah solid list grant i appreciate you sending it speaking of vr though martin has a list that's you know after my own heart all vr Check it out. Hi, Jeff. You asked for our top three 2017 games, but uh, to include something interesting, uh, and, you know, like Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero, nah, nobody, nobody cares. Um, so I'm going to do one further and give you my top three overlooked 2017 VR games. And so here we go. Uh, first one's to the top. It's like a parkour... Uh, an obstacle course, really fast-paced. Uh, it's it's cool. Um, second one is Orbis VR. It's a, an MMO made specifically for VR. It has a lot of interesting new ideas, and it's pretty cool. It's going to come out uh, mid-December, like next week. Uh, the third one is less of a game and, and more like a, a music venue. Recently, Kill the Noise... Uh, it was an EDM artist did a concert. It was pretty awesome, with uh, like trippy psychedelic art uh, by a bunch of Google artists, uh, tilt brush artists. So 
that was pretty cool. It happened a few days ago, and, and hopefully some more artists will, will come and do concerts there as well. So, oh, that's called the Wave VR. I don't know if I actually mentioned that. Thanks, Martin. You know, I love VR, so I love this list. I don't think I agree that uh, nobody cares about Zelda and Horizon. Of course, obviously, we've already talked. Grant and I both care about it, and I'm sure lots of others do as well. But it's cool to shine the light, the spotlight a little bit on these awesome VR games, including To the Top, which is one of my favorites. What a thrilling, awesome uh, feeling of traversal into the top. It's kind of... It seems impossible that the game can work as well as it does, and it does feel amazing to get to the top of things into the top. You feel superhuman. You feel amazing. The The views <laughs> when you get, when you're uh, climbing up, uh, it's awesome. And um, I really, really recommend that game, and I agree with you that it's fantastic. The other two VR games I haven't played yet. I literally just clicked the buy button on Orbis VR. This is one I have been following as it's moved through its uh, closed beta period, there were a lot, was a lot of discussion on the Vive subreddit about Orbis. People had talked very positively about it. It had an open beta weekend in the middle of the year, and people had some in- interesting complaints, but overall very positive. So I had been keeping tabs on Orbis. I was not aware it had gone full early access and purchasable. So I just bought it. So I'm sure you will hear me talk about Orbis very soon, because uh, this is a game I have been very, very hyped for, and uh, looks like on Steam right now, very positive reviews from from users, and, uh, you know, good positive review from you, Martin, putting it in your top three of the year, so that's awesome. The Wave is also in beta, and is free, and I checked it out, and it is trippy. Uh, very cool pick, the Wave VR on Steam. Completely free, uh, not necessarily a game per se, but an incredible VR experience nonetheless. Um, I do think, Martin, if you're saying these are the best VR experiences of the year, certainly for you, I don't doubt that that's the case. Uh, And I'm really excited to try Orbis and agree about To the Top. I think there has been, this has been an incredible year for VR. And anybody that thinks that VR is still just tech demos and uh, short experiences hasn't been paying attention because I think if I had to compile my list of top three VR games of the year, I would have a much more difficult time because it is jam-packed with essential experiences, incredible VR experiences. I know what my number one would be. It would be an easy pick. Lone Echo is, I think, by far the best VR experience ever, period. It is an incredible thing, Lone Echo. And I think if you even have a passing interest in VR, you owe it to yourself to try that game. That's not a game you can try for five minutes and get. You will have a good time, I think, in five minutes experiencing the traversal, the weightlessness, uh, the way you get around the space station in Lone Echo is amazing, even in five minutes. But the cool thing about Lone Echo is that it's a long experience that tells you a story that you get invested in, that keeps one-upping itself, that keeps showing you new, amazing things, that presents this cool sci-fi tale in a way that crescendos at the end. It is awesome. It is awesome. So Lone Echo would be my top VR game of the year, no doubt. But then I would have a hard time figuring out which two others between 
Mage's Tale and the second episode of The Gallery and From Other Sons and Star Trek Bridge Crew and Robo Recall and Rock Band VR and the list goes on and on and on. It has been an absolutely incredible year for VR and I am so sick of people who are uninformed saying, oh, VR is just these uh, short experiences. They're just tech demos. Uh, It's not ready for prime time. There aren't essential games to play. There's no AAA gotta-play-it thing. I I could go on and on and on about the experiences I've had in VR this year, games that I've played all the way through and finished. Farpoint, I didn't even mention Farpoint, and Robinson, uh, The Journey, and... uh, Resident Evil 7, I mean, Dino Frontier, I didn't even mention Dino Frontier, what an incredible year for VR, and I would have a hard-pressed time just narrowing it down to three. Thanks again for your awesome list, guys, I hope you have a very merry Christmas morning, I'll talk to you tomorrow.